Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Uganda Startup, following the journey of Matt and Jessica Brown. American couple Matt and Jessica Brown are relocating their family to the remote town of Karuma, Uganda. With extensive medical training, international experience, and knowledge of multiple languages, the Brown family have developed a marketplace solution to meet a crucial need in Uganda. Clean water. Their nonprofit organization, Lilies in the Field, aims to stand up a company called Blue Mazi as a marketplace response. Access an unfiltered view of what it is like to co-labor with Christ in a marketplace enterprise. Follow the unfolding story of the Brown family into one of the most challenging regions of the world, Africa. All right, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. We're back with Matt Brown and Jessica Brown in Uganda, and it's been a few weeks since we've connected with them, but we're going to launch into another episode of Uganda Startup. So, Matt, welcome back. How are you doing? Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, doing, doing pretty good, man. Yeah. It's been a few weeks. Are you guys still in Kampala? Yep. Yeah, we're still in the capital. Um, yeah, I had, uh, you know, loosely planned to uh, be in Karuma about a week ago or maybe a little over a week ago, but, you know, that's how, that's how things go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the... <laughs> kind of make loose plans and then... Uh, uh, people or other things don't want to cooperate, and so you just <laughs> have to go with the flow. <laughs> that's, that's very true, isn't it? Going with the flow, it's a primary primary value and a character trait of doing these kind of this kind of work around the world. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, especially in the developing world, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? So what's yeah. the transition phase been like? Uh, how's it been going so far? Well, yeah, it's been, you know, overall it's been pretty good. Um, I mean, up and down, just, uh, probably the hardest part has still mostly been for, um, probably for Jessica with the, you know, role reversal. I think I mentioned it last time we talked. Just right. She's now stay at home full time. I'm now the one going off and trying to, you know, get stuff done and make things happen. And, um, so that's just been an adjustment, but, um, it's been actually doing a lot better. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, I think it takes time, right? It's just an investment. Um, so yeah. we've both been kind of working through expectations, trying to just communicate about expectations and, uh, you know, just make sure that we're on the same page with each other. Cause that's, just, you know, when you just kind of live a, get, you get in your routine of life, you know, and, uh, you have a routine for, a year, two years, even several years. I mean, like you just kind of build these expectations. You don't even think about it. It's like, well, this is just kind of normal. And, and all those are 
kind of having to be completely broken down and rebuilt here. So that's, that's probably one of the bigger stresses more than even moving, honestly. Yeah. It's almost um, like you're, you're facing two cross-cultural or cultural challenges. You've got obviously the uh, yeah. adjustment into Africa and the local dynamics there, but you also have a family culture shift happening on. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And so you almost uh, have to adjust, adjust your family to fit the context, like how you operate as a family. That's a big one. That's a yeah. Big one. yeah. Yeah, it is a big one. And it's, you know, it's not been bad at all. Just, just you know, a challenge, a notable challenge. And, it just takes um, time, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It takes time and it, it's been nice to be able to adjust um, to that here and, uh, slightly more comfortable, <laughs> a significantly more comfortable environment, I should say. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, I, I thought yesterday I actually went up to Karuma. Okay. Um, to visit, uh, I, I just went with a driver, um, in his big, huge car with a roof rack so we could car all our luggage. We were going to have to hire someone anyways, even when we all went up. Right. We didn't have enough space for all of our 15 bags. And, yeah. I mean, gigantic solar panels I just bought here, just other things. So I was like, well, I'll just, since, it, since we have to use them anyways, I'll just go with him now and then right. use that trip to move some things up there and get a tent set up. So we got one of our tents set up actually on our friend's compound. Okay. Just so it's ready to receive furniture. So when we actually move up there, we can just have someone bring furniture and just put it straight away in there. Um, you know, just kind of logistical things trying to sort out, you know, like, well, if we bring furniture up, where do we put it? So right. um, have that ready. But anyways, what I was really getting at was that, you know, this, even that short trip, I mean, it was like up and back in one day, like 11 hours in the car, just wow. a few hours on site, uh, just to get that stuff done. But even just in the short time I was there, I was, <laughs> I was just like reminded of, uh, yeah, the notable challenge, significant challenge we're going to be facing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just um, roughing it. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it, 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 we've gotten very comfortable, I guess. Yeah. And so it's going to be good. It's going to be good to, you know, get in, get up there and get started on stuff. But I'm really grateful that we've been able to go through our family transition and uh, role reversal and just all this cultural transition stuff. Uh, without having to worry about like, oh, I don't have any water. We're like, right. <laughs> I have to drive so far away to get water. There's yeah. like no electricity. There's all these other uh, stressors. And so we haven't had to worry about those while we've been transitioning here. So it's been, I've been really appreciating the uh, ability to get through some of the other hard stuff. Man, that's, here. that's a, that's a godsend in a real, in a real sense of having a soft landing so. and a soft, like incremental transition versus, just parachuting straight into the hardest uh, f- context going, coming at it from all angles at once. So it does sound yeah, like, yeah, sounds like there's some wisdom in this for sure. From, I mean, maybe not even that you planned out completely in advance, but just how God orchestrated. Oh, not it. us. We didn't plan it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you see the hand of, again a little sooner. Yeah. We see the hand of God externally here, uh, you know, cushioning this for you guys yeah. and helping you adjust in a healthy way. And uh, that's, that's really encouraging. Uh-huh. So would you consider this trip up to, uh, uh, Kampala to, or I'm sorry, up to Karuma to be a, Karuma, Karuma. No yeah. Worries. Yeah, no, 
would you consider it to be a, like a highlight so far or was it pretty like intense or challenging and just that, that 11 um, hours know, it wasn't, and, and realizing. Funny, it wasn't that crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it actually wasn't too bad. Um, just, I mean, it was just a long day. Basically. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. I think it was really good to just actually physically go there and see it. Cause I know some of the people from all my, visits over the last few years and our connections are enjoyed they're workers on this site you know and i've been working right. with them remotely to get stuff built you know the guy that's been it's been it was really good to see them and just kind of engage and connect and like actually rub shoulders against the people that we're going to be living with now like, okay yeah this is where we're supposed to be this is where we're going you know because it's just yeah definitely living in limbo land can make you kind of lose <laughs> not lose sight but just kind of be like oh what, what are we doing again you know yeah. you be, um, begin but, to realize but, why people like to live in those comfortable zones <laughs> yeah yeah right, right. <laughs> that's funny you, you stay here right <laughs> you need water you follow, right? oh my gosh no, they don't, actually. <laughs> so on these kind of for people who've never done this kind of stuff or experienced these type of environments i mean when you're talking like I mean, just practically driving up there. I mean, you're in a, probably some kind of beefed up vehicle with the, you know, usually it, it ends up being like some kind of sketchy vehicle, sketchy driver, some kind of overloaded <laughs> vehicle, bad roads, risky conditions, and, you know, almost guaranteed something will go wrong mechanically on the way. I mean, does that kind of sum up oh, the experiences? Goodness. Um, you know, actually a lot of times that has been the experience <laughs> I've had that many times but actually this time i mean probably probably because i've been here enough times and have enough connections and experience uh i hired a very reputable driver oh that's before. good okay. he cost a little bit more <laughs> you know he costs more and yeah painful but at the same time it, it i mean it's like a new vehicle it's very large it's I mean, it wasn't fancy or anything, but it just had plenty of space and was, no, you weren't going to have any issues. And the guys trust That's great. So, I mean, yeah, the, the roads in Karuma are just, you know, absolutely atrocious. Of course, I mean, not really roads, just right. washouts. But, um, you know, that that's fine. That's, um, so, yeah. thankfully, yeah, this, this trip's not as bad as many, many in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. The, the benefit of some experience and learning lessons the hard way, right? <laughs> It, it helps. Yeah, it helps for sure. <laughs> so what's been some other uh, highlights so far? I mean, just in your time in the transition, even uh, yeah, stuff with the family um, or how's, how's that look for you guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, we, we've had some, we've had some really good times, uh, as a family, um, either just at this house or visiting with other new families. We become friends with in the area. Um, we just, they like keep meeting new families and getting connected with them and kind of have almost have like a core group of families that we hang out with already, which is kind of weird since we're going to be moving in a little while, but we feel really connected with um, a couple of them in particular. That's so that's great. been, you know, it's been really special for us, Jess, especially to be able to go be with these moms and their kids, and our kids to play with these other kids, you know, and just have some good social time. So it's been really special. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I had a trip, just a, I mean, super spontaneous trip this, or beginning of this week. Um, a Monday went out and came back Tuesday to the West 
of Uganda with okay. a new uh, one of these new friends. <laughs> he's a he's a dad of three kids. And we, uh, we we actually just met last week. Okay, and uh, just kind of spontaneously, the kids kids were playing with my kids, having like a a mom play date, and I met the mom that never met him before, and just kind of ran into him and. Somehow found out he'd gone to JBU in Arkansas, which I wow. had gone to small world um, at some point. And, yeah, and so I like asked him if he had stayed in the guys' dorm there, and he said, "Yeah." And I did the, the there's like this sign that you do, and he was just like, you know, busted out. He couldn't believe it. You know, I knew the Jay Alvin sign. Jay Alvin rule is <laughs> like this thing you do, and he's like, "What? Oh my goodness!" <laughs> and uh, so that just kind of, you know. It was a strange bond. That's um, great. And from then on, we hung out for the next few days, just about every day. And then I somehow ended up getting, or just like, yeah, I went on a trip. Uh, he's a photographer and a videographer for NGOs. He, he had a, a kind of a thing out in West Uganda he was going to go do on Monday. And I was like, well, I kind of caught up on a bunch of things I had to do. And I, I could spare to get away. And yeah. Talk to Jeff. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm just That's going two days. And he's really thinking it's fine. He's like, yeah, yeah, no go. Like, really good, actually. We're going to have a good time with some other families. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I prayed about it a lot. I had a lot of misgivings and uh, wasn't really sure and, and stayed up late. Uh, this was Sunday night when I was trying to make the decision whether mm-hmm. to go or not. And uh, just a lot of slugged things like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should stay here and keep keep trying to do stuff, you know, and, you know, even though there's some things not, nothing I can do about, and I don't know, maybe I should help the kids. And I mean, honestly, just kind of a lot of maybe undue anxiety about, about yeah. my, I'd already agreed to go early in the morning. And uh, finally I was just like, oh, I should probably ask God about this. It's probably like midnight. after I've been talking and turning for two hours. <laughs> Time to pray. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, oops, man, I'm so slow sometimes. Um, and uh, so I, I just, like, all right, God, what, what should I do? And I mean, immediately, I just heard go. And wow. I was like, okay. And it, it was, I had peace immediately as well. And immediately, I could just see like all of these other things. Either, either even fears of like, well, what are the people going to think? They're going to think, oh my goodness, he's just like galvanizing off. Like, just basically, it's all these fears I realized that were coming in. Wow. Voices of like, people will judge me or people will be upset or they'll be let down. You know, just like, and I was all those fears were just immediately eliminated after I asked God what I should do. And he said, go. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. And I, you know, I didn't even know where we were going exactly. I just knew I was going to hang out with his friend. Like that was, that was it. it was, he yeah. was the, he was the journey. I was like, I just wanted to hang out with this guy. Seemed like a really good guy. I wanted to get to know. And, uh, it ended up being just an incredible trip. Um, very God ordained by the end of it. He himself said that he had prayed about it and wasn't sure and felt God telling him that I should come also separately. Wow. And by the end of it, I mean, we prayed for each other and there were just some, a lot, I mean, just, we probably talked for like 12 hours. Wow. Because it was a long drive out and a long drive back and it was just talking the whole time. And just a lot of really, I think, important, necessary stuff for both of us, honestly. And, um, Mm. Yeah, at the end of it, just just knew like, wow, okay, this was definitely something that was that really needed to happen, um, just for a lot of a lot of reasons. I don't want to necessarily uh, publicly say, you sure, know, but yeah. uh, uh, but it was really 
one of those things was like, wow, all right, God knew that I needed to go be with this guy. Right. And uh, I didn't know the reason because, you know, I, I didn't know his history story or anything, but he just called me and I went and afterwards was just amazed at um, how just how, uh, how I feel like kingdom building it was um, for his soul and my soul, really. So, so wow. that was that was a really just, you know, unexpected um, kind of God experience, I think, you know, very relational. And I, and I really think that's what it's all about, you know. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, that was that was really cool. What a highlight. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like a, a real testimony and like case study and in a way to why it's so important to have uh, spiritual formation in your life before you get yourself into these kind of situations to even, even if it comes a little bit later in the game, like you finally get around to praying sure. about it, but uh, like the, yeah. the decision or, but right. actually to pursue God and hear him tell you what to do on the spot about crucial operational decisions uh, and not mm-hmm. just use your own wisdom or give in to your own fears or concerns or what your even valid concerns that you're wrestling with, but you're actually asking God, what do I do in the moment right now? And then finding out later, uh-huh. you know, that he had done something similar and heard from God and you guys both yeah. operated and made decisions based on that and move forward and ended up being a real, real good situation. That to me is a, is yeah. a huge testimony and a teachable moment for people uh, in any kind of work world context, anything they're doing to be able to pause and ask God, okay, what do I do right now? Even if it doesn't make sense with the circumstances mm-hmm. or in the light of my own fears or maybe insecurities or criticisms, people might be leveling against me, but to step out on the word yeah, of the Lord yeah. and move forward. So that, that to me is a, is a standout testimony uh, in this story. And I think really, really mm-hmm. benefits people. So that I would consider that a highlight. Definitely. Yeah. I, <laughs> and it was, it definitely was to me. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Uh, you know, I felt like God, uh, God led that, led that trip hundred percent. Absolutely, led me into that. It was very, very wild. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, any major uh, unexpected developments at this point, or changes in plans? Anything that you're uh, considering mm-hmm. differently or seeing differently at this stage? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to think the biggest, I mean, only the biggest changes are just more relationships. That's a good change. <laughs> like yeah. Getting more, you know, connections with people. And it has been really good though. It has been. Yeah. Um, but um, as far as just um, practical stuff, we're still, yeah, still not, not seeing anything too crazy changing necessarily. That's um, good. I mean, yeah, like I said, got one of the tents set up and, feel like all right here we go you know we're, yep. getting, we're getting close <laughs> you know and, um that's good just actually visualizing it and saying this is where we're gonna be you know that's good. yeah it's gonna be pretty pretty brutal but it'll be good <laughs> you know so when we're talking with right. these with these big tents you guys are setting up i mean are you largely weatherproof in these things i mean are, are how vulnerable oh yeah I do mean, you feel in these they're tents? the most they're, yeah, inside you feel pretty good. I mean, they are the most heavy duty canvas that it's like some military grade stuff. Right. It's been further treated to be right. extra weather and sun resistant. Okay. Just like I mean, it's I, it was the absolute best I could find. Right. Um, 
from a super reputable company, no less. But still, I mean, probably the most vulnerable aspect is from people. Because even sure. though we're on this compound and there's security around the clock, and they, they just finished putting a, a fence all the way around it, and it's a pretty big compound, it's still you're just in this tent. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like someone could break in. Like there's holes and they didn't actually there's holes in the fence like they fenced it around but they left gaps you're like okay well uh, uh what i saw that yesterday i was like that's that's encouraging um and uh you know they have around the clock security just like one person at a time they take turns but people get paid off all the time so yeah. it's like that's, that's kind of encouraging but and so that's in the tent you know that's just and probably the other exposed feeling is like just it's literally physically exposed on this big a pad just like direct sunlight and it's equatorial sun so, yeah. I mean it's just brutal heat and so I mean like physically <laughs> just yeah. like oh my goodness uh, they're going to be trying I mean we've got sunshades over the tent and there is a big shade tree just now 100 yards away and so I mean you know we'll be fine but just probably contrasted to the house we're in now yeah. it's like okay it's like that'll be that'll be an adjustment but not bad not that adjustment. It's just be an adjustment. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> be a challenge. Jess yeah. was saying, I was, you know, talking through all this with her, and um, she was just saying, and I'm just so glad I have a wife like this. She's saying, well, we just thrive on challenges, don't we? So <laughs> this will just be a challenge for us both to face. And it yeah. seems right. We do thrive on challenges. We we are not against challenges. Right. Um, it's just you just know it's part yeah, of the equation. It's fun. part of the calling part of the it's job part of it yeah that's right that's right yeah. <laughs> it'll probably only face more and more as you uh lean into this project and uh start building yeah yeah i mean it's it probably will. it's definitely i mean life in general is not for those who uh, are afraid of challenges but when you get into these environments uh, it's just something you you uh, add to your resume right <laughs> one challenge yeah. after another yeah yeah i mean yeah, you got to be willing to do it if that's your calling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so I know. Don't have a choice. It's fine. <laughs> that's great. So, anything, anything you've come across at this stage again that you you wish you'd knew ahead of time before you left, or that you'd prepared for? Is there anything stand out that you could point to others towards and say, "Hey, you know, I would encourage this area or that area," or you know, before you land in a project or calling like this? Yeah, yeah. Um, Hmm, man, I can't remember what I said last time, but that's all right. If you got words of wisdom, fire away. My, I mean, the biggest thing I can really think of is just, uh, just pursue the relationships, you know, um, right. to, to just really reach out, try and reach out to people, even if it's somewhere that barely know anyone, just like really try and lean into that. Don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to ask people for help, you know, to help yeah. you get adjusted or help you get just information. I mean, that's the biggest thing, information, you know, like, yeah. and not to mention just, just help for all the crazy things that come up that you don't know how to deal with. Cause there's going to be tons of those. I mean, just every day. Um, yeah. So just relationships, but also, I mean, and most importantly relationships, because I mean, isolation is the worst part about leaving. I mean, even just moving in America, you move to another yeah. city. You, know, you don't want to be alone, right? So same idea. You move to a completely new place with a lot of external stresses that you wouldn't have if you moved 
yeah. different cities. And uh, so really having relationships just to help you is just, I mean, even just decompressing or talking or just, you know, um, yeah, just to, it's just, in, it's just a part of life. <laughs> Your relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the foundation of any successful venture is having good relationships, solid relationships, and uh, just leaning into those, not, again, not necessarily, not at all, not necessarily, but not at all for what you get out of them, really, but just, because, I mean, honestly, you can find yourself having this mutual bond and even like pouring into other people, which we've had several experiences of, like I just mentioned earlier, that yeah. one highlight, being able to pour into other people. And it's like, that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. And, and it, it just helps you not lose sight of why Absolutely. God ever called anyone to any venture. Well, no matter what the face of it is, even if it doesn't look as, people-oriented, that is always at the foundation of any of God's calling, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't know, just really, really don't be afraid to reach out to people would be my, my biggest recommendation, and just seek out people, seek out people when you get on the spot, too, you know? And yeah. don't be afraid to make things go a little slower, the functional side of things, you know, the logistical stuff, the, like, supply running, the, all that, you know, don't right. be afraid to make that stuff slow down if that's what it takes to get to know some people and to form yeah. some connections and bonds. Because those connections are just, I mean, just crucial. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, just of your own family life and your personal life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great exhortation. I mean, I kind of what I hear you saying in that is, you know, value people as well as the uh, project and you know remember that the process mm -hmm. is about people and you know one, yeah. of, one of the things I observe you know when you when you share from this perspective and from what you're going through is that again just the value of people skills and relational management skills and a and a grid that sees people as worthy of time and honor and respect mm -hmm. and investment not mm -hmm. trying to get something from them but just because they're right god's kids are created the image and likeness of god and that you make uh -huh. space yeah. for what god values and you still do you get your work done and get your projects attended to but you're not making that exclusive of the value of people right. in in what you're doing and how you're doing things i think that's such a healthy process and a worldview in a way uh that a yeah. lot of people don't tend to have when they get into these environments. They're very focused on project and task. That's like the temptation is just mm -hmm. dive in, get it done. And a lot of times people become yeah. collateral damage rather than collateral they benefit. Absolutely do. That's, uh, in that's the, process. the saddest uh, outcome that I've seen so many times. And you have too, I'm sure. Yeah. Is, yeah. The people, the, the people, when the people are no longer mission, right. Uh, you know, then yeah, it just becomes the project. And I can absolutely see being on now here on this side of it, how that can happen. And well, I mean, the source of it, of course, is the enemy. I mean, right. it's lies, right? It's lies, right. the enemy speaking about what matters and what your value is. Your value is doing stuff, not relating to people, right? Right. And even, even a big component of these, these false, um, just whisperings that can come in. I think is what are people back home going to think, right? This right. is a huge thing I see. And I mean, we've even talked, me and Jeff have even talked about that. Like, well, what are the other people think, you know? Mm. Even like my fears, like I mentioned about going on this trip with this friend to, right. to be with this friend, just so, you know, because of that, just the relationship. That's what I wanted, not 
not for any, it had nothing to do directly with our water stuff. But like, I felt like this was important and still felt this fear that like, Oh, what are people going to think that just, you know, two days to go be with this guy and um, spend time with him. And and when just realizing that, no, that, that actually was right. um, That uh, it just kind of helped me once again, become aware that the enemy likes to, make us fear what other people think too. And that drives, I think a lot of people to be project oriented because back home, I mean, that's what people want to see, right? Right. They, some, sometimes, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a blanket fit. Not everyone. Yeah. But you know, we can think that people are just looking at us and saying, well, I just want results. I just want to see results. And if I don't yeah. see results on paper, then it doesn't matter. And that's absolutely not true. Right. But it's so hard to show people relationship results. <laughs> like, right. This is what, this is what's happened is these relationships, you know, and I think just leaning into God for our source of value and truth and not worrying so much about what other people see really helps. Yeah. And this this isn't something that, that, yeah. And this isn't something that's just like, Hey, you know, traditional missionaries should think this way or something. This is like a value and a skill set for any Christian professional working in any industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you have yeah, the bottom absolutely. line of business, but in God's equation right. and in the kingdom, what you're describing is a legitimate outcome goal uh, as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic, man. What a, what a great exhortation for this audience and anyone mm-hmm. that hears this. Uh, I can attest to that yeah. in my own life and experience. It's always been the people who took time to invest in me relationally, especially when I was struggling uh, with, in any context, overseas or anything like that. Those are the moments I remember. Uh, I don't even remember mm. what we were doing. Like 20 years later, I don't remember the job. I don't remember yeah. the mission, the project, whatever we were on. I remember those moments with people who really took a took the time to make a difference and lift me up or encourage me or just value me in a in a hard time in these things and I wonder in a way if that's what God remembers too about those projects is he looks for those yeah. those golden moments you know and uh yeah so that's really good Definitely, yeah so how can uh people be praying for you guys at this point i mean you're moving into a bit of a transition is there Something, uh, a yeah. few things that we can highlight for people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, one big one. It's well, maybe there's two parts to it. Is either God make these tires get? <laughs> we're still waiting on tires. Still waiting on the tires. tires here. Okay. Yeah, still. Wait, uh, there's some trade stuff going on. Apparently, I you know, talked to some different people and, and borders. You know, between Kenya and Uganda, they're always just spatting on different stuff and holding up. Uh, transport just to spite each other you know yeah. so that might my, my take is that there's some there's just lines of trucks at the border getting stuck so yeah just i guess pray that that our truck of tires can get through or else <laughs> you know yeah. um, that if god wants us to just go ahead and go with these old tires just risk it to make it really abundantly clear that we should do that because um, oh, i'm not yeah i'm not wanting to get stranded yeah. up there without just being really sure that he's saying, no, nah, it's okay, go ahead. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just wisdom, you know, and discernment with that, um, that we're really just sure we're listening to him, and, um, but also not rushing anything, you know. Right. And, uh, and then just, yeah, man, just, um, I mean, honestly, probably the biggest prayer is just between 
me and Jess and us and the kids to be just really um, not letting our focus as husband and wife and parents first, um, not letting that go or, you know, weaken any. So just that we would remember our first commitment to each other and our family, Um, just really be pouring into each other and not letting the external stressors and expectations, you know, um, make us forget why we're here anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good, man. Well, hopefully next time we uh, get a chance to do this interview, you'll have new tires on your truck and you'll be ready to roll. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we're already in Karuna (laughs) the next time we talk. I know. know. Well, this has been great. What a a great conversation and a great update. And I think um, it'll really bless people to hear what God's doing in and through you guys at this stage. This is really good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you for uh, doing the interview and taking the time. Yeah, you bet. It's been good. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.